0: Welcome to Season 3, Episode 7. Listen, it's good to see you and it's good to be seen. My guest today, man, I'm so excited. My guest today is the white whale himself, Jake Carpenter. Listen, I'm not kidding when I tell you I've been trying to get him on the show since Season 1. And finally, our schedules align. Uh, we are able to make it happen. His choice is 2021's action flick, Red Notice, starring Ryan Reynolds, Dwayne Johnson, and Gail Gadot. Good news on other fronts. Casey has finally picked his movie for the live show. We'll be discussing what the BBC has called the greatest foreign language film ever. That's 1954's black and white epic Seven Samurai. Listen, if you're a lover of cinema then this movie is Movie History 101. Very excited about this film. Also, very excited about the live show in general. We're going to have some giveaways live, and you, the listener, will finally get a chance to engage in the conversation with us. That's live on Facebook and YouTube, February 28th. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Letterboxd, so that you don't miss out on any future live shows or giveaways. But right now, we have Jake Carpenter and Red Notice. So without further ado, on with the show. Ford. So you are the white whale of Gutsy Media Podcast. I have been trying to get you on the show since season one, I think. Uh, We had a couple close calls, but we finally got you. Jake, thank you so much for being on the show, man. Super glad to be here, man. That's awesome. Um, You picked a great season to be on. Uh, Season three was our challenge season where we are challenging all the guests to pick a movie that they think will land in the top 10 of movies that we've covered on the podcast. Um, It's a steep list right now. I don't know if you caught it. It's on YouTube. Check it out if you haven't. And you picked... A new movie, like a really new movie. You picked 2021's action comedy, Red Notice, starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson from Jumanji and uh, Moana, Ryan Reynolds from, obviously, Deadpool and Waiting, which is one of my favorite movies, and Gail Godot, uh Wonder Woman herself, but also from the Fast and the Furious franchise. So like I ask all my guests, Jake, why Red Notice? Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Reynolds. He's a great actor. Answer. Yeah.
1: yeah. So... I'm actually upset that you listed those actors in that order. I feel <laughs> you could have put Dwayne The Rock Johnson all the way at the bottom. Um, Whoa! I'm, so, full disclosure for everyone watching, um, I'm opinionated, and this is going to ruffle some feathers. Insane that you would say that, but continue. Okay. Dwayne The Rock Johnson does not make a movie for me. I think it's
0: I can something agree something where
1: he... Is, at best, a tertiary character in most movies, in my opinion. All right. I don't think he has chops at all. Um, I think At he, all? No, absolutely not. I think what he brings to movies is energy, um, which is great to bring to a movie, but you're typecast in that scenario, in my opinion. Who you see on screen is exactly who you expect to see, and I don't see anything different. In any scenario,
0: in any movie he's been in, including Moana, which you've mentioned, I mean, so. I, nothing, nothing that you say do I do I disagree with you know a lot. I I think I don't think he's a great actor. I don't think he's gonna win like an Academy Award or anything. But I also don't think he's a bad actor. I think his issue is he he only plays in movies where his character is him, so he doesn't he doesn't have to act that much. You know, he, he's kind of just. Dwayne Johnson in every movie. Now, with that being said, he did, he was, he was a different character in that movie. He was in with Kevin Hart. He played CIA. like, yeah, he was like a nerd at one point. He's kind of like a, a weird character. Um, so he did a good job there, but I, I agree with you. I don't think he makes any movie that he's in. I think he's, he's funny. And I think in this movie, um, or you know, where he can play opposite somebody like Ryan Reynolds or someone like Kevin Hart. I think he's a good compliment character. Um, so I, I mean I have nothing against him. I I don't mind watching movies with him in it. He's not he's not the draw for me. I mean he's not he's not the person I'm going to go see. So my point
1: exactly. That's why I mentioned I I would advertise that movie as a Ryan Reynolds movie, and I think you can agree throughout the movie itself that's a Ryan Reynolds movie. And here's
0: here's why I have to disagree with that. Actually, good. you know what? You know what? Continue, continue. Okay. Um, I was just going to kind of go on that with my thoughts
1: on the movie itself. Um, Ryan Reynolds and Dwayne The Rock Johnson are who you're advertising the movie with, right? If you don't stamp that with a rated R rating, you're missing a lot with Ryan Reynolds.
0: With Ryan Reynolds, yes. It's tough because uh, Dwayne Johnson, he doesn't like to do a lot of red uh, R movies. He likes to be very family-friendly as a character. So that's tough, but I agree with you. I
1: agree. Yeah, but I also agree with you in the sense that... um, but. Piggybacking off my previous comment of it being a Ryan Reynolds movie, giving him the opportunity to reach his full spectrum, in my opinion, would have been more important than catering to Dwayne the Rock Johnson's image.
0: But that's agreed. Just, Which he has a reputation for. Uh, he has a reputation for for steering movies in such a way that his character becomes likable and he doesn't ruffle any feathers. That's why there's a lot of controversy with him taking the Black Adam character because Black Adam's a bad enough. guy. He's, yeah. he's a villain and people are afraid, myself included, are afraid that he's going to take a character and change it, change it from, you know, away from what people like about it in order to make it fit him, um, which from what I hear, he did not do.
1: We'll see. In the same breath, I've heard talk, obviously, maybe more Vin Diesel's talk, right, mm-hmm. that he tends to command... a a filming of a movie. Yeah, for sure. What we're going to do, regardless
0: of what you've written, this is what I want to see. But here's the thing though. I have no, I have no problem with that. He is, he is an actor that will bring the box office. He is the highest paid actor, or it was at least if not last year than the year before. He puts out blockbusters considerably. He gets paid a lot of money to do that. And if he wants to sit there and say, here are my terms, so be it. It's up to the studio to say, no, we're not going to do that, or, you know, whatever. But if, I mean, it doesn't hurt to ask, I guess. I guess at the end of the day, the one comment I, I do disagree with you on is that it has to be an R movie. Um, I, I think that people in Hollywood have been very adamant about the adult movies are R movies. And if you're doing a PG 13, you're trying to, uh, you know, cater to the, the teeny boppers and, and, and you know, so on and so forth. And I don't think that's the right, I don't think it's, that's true. I don't think it has to be overly gory or you know have a ton of curse words for it to be an adult movie. And in a scenario like this, where I'm not expecting it to be overly sexual or overly violent, I think a PG-13 is fine. I mean, I think you can still get those quips and funny jokes in, which is really what I'm going for in a PG-13 movie.
1: I, the way you described it, I can agree with you based on the content that was in the movie. I don't, I can see where you'd say PG 13 is probably appropriate for that movie.
0: Yeah. I,
1: I don't really have any thoughts on what you said. Cause I would agree and maybe rescind my statement on the R rating. Um, I just,
0: uh, man, you said so much there. I'm trying to, I'm trying to unpack it all. Um, the other thing so, I want to say though, and I, this is, this is my, my other half of, of what I was going to say earlier. The reason why I don't agree that Ryan Reynolds gets the, the higher name in, in the, in the description is because this is a Dwayne, the rock Johnson movie. He is a producer on the movie. He is largely the reason why it got made. Um, so it's, it's his movie. He brings Ryan Reynolds on, which I think is a good choice because he's a good actor and he's going to compliment The Rock. I, Gail Godot gets a headline name on this for what reason? I, her total screen time is, what, 15 minutes? Yeah, the the fact bad. that she shares the movie poster with them, I think, is ridiculous. This is, this is a, 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 a Rock, Ryan Reynolds movie. Yeah, all 100%. It's your atypical
1: buddy comedy movie, right. which isn't even that, right? right? So, I mean, for if you've seen it, um, there's other people in the movie. So, I, I guess I have to ask: Did you
0: like the movie? So that's that's tough. Usually, when when we talk about the movies, we talk about whether or not we liked it at the end. Okay. Um, some there are some movies that I just could not hold back my my uh, you know anger or my excitement about it. Uh, I will say that. I don't have strong opinions on this movie. That I will say that right now. Like it or, or not, I, I I don't feel strongly about either one. Indifference.
1: I uh, I have opinions on the movie. Um, let's talk about it. Me, if you want me to talk about it now, we can save it for the okay, end. We can me,
0: before we get to our opinions, let's do the quick rundown. Here's the, uh, the baseball card, if you will, on the movie. The movies released November 12th, 2021. So it's a very new movie. Uh, the runtime of the movie is 118 minutes. It's about an hour and 58 minutes budget for the movie is 160 million, which is kind of high box office for the movie. Now this is very, this, for the first time. And I think the history of the podcast, I can't really answer that question. Um, according to everything I read online, the box office for the movies, anywhere between 200,000 and 2 million in either case, By definition, it's an enormous flop. Here's the problem with that, though. It got limited theatrical release by Netflix. Netflix's uh, global film chief, Scott Stuber's statement that the company's, quote, big-budget tentpole films need to draw an audience of more than 70 million viewers within the first 28 days of availability. The New York Observer estimates that Red Notice would need to total around 200 million hours of viewing to be considered successful because that would break down to about 83 million households. Following its first day on digital release, Ryan Reynolds announced the film has the best debut of any Netflix original film in the company's history. So while the box office is low, by all definitions, this is a very successful movie. Can we, can we agree with that? Yeah. Okay. Producer, like I mentioned before, was uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. In addition to Rayson Marshall Thubber, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. He's also the director. He's also the writer. He's worked with uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson a couple times. He did um, We Are The Millers. He did Skyscraper, which he also directed. And he's also written and directed Dodgeball which i didn't know wow um it's based on nothing the tagline for the film is pros and cons and the rating as we mentioned before is pg-13 for violence and action some sexual references and strong language so right. what did you think of the film uh had, had you really... seen it before like when you before you picked it had you seen it No. So that
1: actually brings my point. I was actually really excited about the movie and we had reached out to me again to get this going. I was like, that's perfect because I was looking forward to seeing this movie. Um, I thought it was going to be awesome. My thoughts after the movie is
0: why, why was the movie made? Ooh. So did did you not like it or you just weren't thrilled with it?
1: That's a hard question to answer. Uh, Both. I, I did not like the movie, to be wow. honest. Wow. Um, I absolutely adore Ryan Reynolds in anything that he does. As I mentioned before, I wouldn't say it's a distaste for Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Um, I mentioned he's typecast. I appreciate actors who have more range than he right. has. Um, you mentioned he's a director on the movie. I assume he's strong-armed this into production. Um, I think if you had shifted the, the tone of the movie a little bit, might've been a little bit better. Are we, are we discussing spoilers? Is that all right on yeah, here? No, yeah, no,
0: talk of the whole plot.
1: Um, I, it's, what's the runtime on it? Do you have it there? Uh, yeah, it's uh, about two hours. Okay, so an hour and 50 minutes of this movie were really good. <laughs> um, okay. I enjoyed an hour and 50 minutes of this movie. I felt compelled to follow them where they were going the All last right. 10 minutes absolutely unraveled anything i could have possibly salvaged wow from this movie, okay was... so hang on
0: before before you get into that that part of it um i, I want to take this in small chunks so that we can sure. we can go back and forth cuz i will say this i think the, the reason why you are my white whale the reason why i wanted you on the podcast so badly we me and you were friends I've known you for yeah. a long time at this point we you're one of the few people that i think we can really have an engaging conversation about plot and acting and so on because i think we both appreciate movies in a very similar manner so i'm looking yeah. forward to this conversation me here's going. here's what i will say i i had seen the previews of the movie i thought it looks like a good movie i'm sure i'll i'll watch it at some point probably fairly recently after it comes out on netflix i wasn't you know, on it day one. And uh when you had reached out and said you wanted to do the movie, I'm like perfect, great opportunity to watch it. Um I I liked it. I liked it. I thought it was a good movie. I thought it had good lines. It was funny. It was kind of what I expected, which was not much substance, um, not much character development, just some good, funny one-liners. And that's about what we got. I will say this the thing that bothered me about the movie is they were trying to do too much. There was a lot of like backstabbing and, and I'm a double agent and I'm a double, double agent. And I, you know, I planned ahead and hid this thing so that I could get out of this. It was just too much. It was too much. And yes, uh, sir. The, like you said, the, the ending, the ending was like, like it was that it was a double cross on a double agent. And it was like, I don't want to have to have it explained to me three or four times because you've made it too convoluted correct um
1: why was ed sheeran in this movie why um that's an actual
0: story you know that right there's an actual story that ed sheeran went to a wedding like randomly was invited to a wedding and performed there um so this is this is actually based in reality a little bit which is weird i
1: mean that's I guess reverential, if you want to be reverential in a movie that didn't need it, sure. Um, Here's what I think. I think they had 95% of this movie polished. And they're like, we got to end it, right? How are we going to do this? And they took everything that they put in the movie and they said, I'm going to, as much as I can, half-ass an explanation for what's going on. And I'm going to give you absolutely no resolution for your main character. No resolution. His resolution was he called the police that were chasing him the whole movie. What? Um, Follow up on that. Doss, who is the FBI agent in that movie. Yes. You know what she's from? She's from Umbrella Academy. Yes. Great in that show, right?
0: Great. Very good in that show, yeah.
1: Underutilized for the fact that it was, hey, I'm going to chase you here. I'm going to chase you here. I'm going to chase you here. And then there's
0: nothing else. Nothing. Right. Can I just say- That that whole storyline of how why Dwayne is on the run and essentially so for, for those of you who have not seen the movie and and are still listening to the podcast for whatever reason Ryan Reynolds plays a con man uh, he's he's an art thief he's he's the greatest thief or whatever Gal right. Gadot yeah Gal Gadot plays another great thief. She claims to be the greatest. And he, for all extensive purposes, on whatever random list exists, um, is second to her. And he's trying to do this big heist to prove that he's number one. And it's about stealing these three eggs. Dwayne Johnson plays an FBI agent who is trying to catch Ryan Reynolds. Now, he obviously knows who Gal Gadot is because she's a famous thief as well, so he's all about catching her, but his focus is Ryan Reynolds and catching him. When he does catch Ryan Reynolds, his focus then becomes the egg, which, for whatever reason, leads to him working with Ryan Reynolds. How they try to pigeon-toe those two together is by convincing you that through one phone call, um, the... Uh, the uh, Interpol agent that Dwayne, John- Dwayne Johnson's working with up until now somehow now thinks that he might also be a thief and puts him in prison. Right? Like I'm explaining that correctly, right? Yeah. yeah. Rather than call a different boss. Like imagine this, Jake. Imagine this. You are an FBI agent. You've been an FBI agent for a long time. Yeah. Somebody calls your boss. The the boss says, "Never heard of him," and he goes to prison immediately. No trial. No. No, no we're gonna call somebody else. No, we'll run your conduct like we'll we'll Google they, you like nothing. They don't have time. They've already smashed too much crime capering into this movie. <laughs> they just gotta send him to jail. But this is this is what kills me though. Is 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 movies like this that have. A goal. Uh, We need to get Ryan Reynolds and Dwayne Johnson working together because that's what what people want to see. They want to see these two on screen together. How are we going to do that? And they have just this thin little thread that makes no sense that gets them to that end goal. And we just hope the audience isn't going to pay any attention to that and we'll just move on with the story. It was at that point where I'm like, you're losing me. You're losing me here. You also
1: assume um, that at one point, Ryan Reynolds being a smart thief would have questioned the fact that he got put in the same jail cell as him. Right. He's got to be like, there's something going on here. You're also not being set up or something. There's never a point where they are vehemently against each other. Right. right? It's never portrayed that way. Two people, you, you just got sent to a Siberian jail by an FBI agent. Right. If he was in my room, I understand he did the whole, this guy's definitely not a cop thing. Which was
0: hilarious.
1: It, it was great. I it loved was good. that part. Um, but at no point does he question that. Right. He's just all entrusting the entire time. Which, I mean, you could spin to his, his dad's backstory, right? Maybe he has some significant daddy issues. But mm. another thing. I'm just going to jump ahead here. Go for it. Um, I, I understand um, that Dwayne The Rock Johnson is... is I, I was iffy on him throughout the whole movie, I wouldn't say I ever saw that coming. To be honest, I don't know if you did.
0: Um, I didn't, I didn't. They, they'd already up until that point done so many different things yeah. that I didn't see it coming only. Cause I'm like, they're not going to do another thing.
1: Yeah. There's absolutely no way.
0: There's no way. Um, right.
1: Yeah. Um, his dad's backstory. Mm-hmm. I may be misquoting. This was my dad was a crook. Uh, one day he didn't show up on my thirteenth birthday. I've hated him ever since.
0: Yeah, that's his whole that's backstory. Whole story, yeah, that's the character. Ryan Reynolds pours his heart out to right. him
1: about his dad, and then he's like, he's a crook. You missed my birthday.
0: Right?
1: I don't love him. I'm like, come that's on, it. that's it's crazy. That's just so surface level to me. So I'm there there's clues there that, I mean, after seeing it, you look back and you're like, how did he ever believe any of this? It seemed yeah. like he put that in there for no reason.
0: I, I think the issue here that we're getting to is it's the writing, the writing, like you have two, I'll say three. Cause Gal, Gal a great actress and she mm-hmm. is in the movie. She's, she's part of the plot, although not very much. Um, you have three great actors that you want to put in a movie. And I feel like the writing on this script was just kind of get it down so we can record it. And so we can make money because everybody's going to want to see this film. And you could have spent a little more time refining it, making it a little, these characters could have been great characters. I could see a second and third movie off this, which from what I hear, they're going to do a second red notice. But I think the issue and what studios need to understand is if you want to keep that audience into the second and third film, you've got to make it, you got to make the first movie good. People are going to go see the first movie and they're going to boost up your numbers but you're not getting the reaction that they're going to have. And that reaction is what's going to carry them into the second and third movie and yeah. into the franchise.
1: So there's a lot to like in this movie, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think you mentioned earlier, this
0: is the biggest Netflix release movie in history. So according, according to the numbers um, it has the biggest debut. It also holds another title, most costly film in Netflix history.
1: Sure. Um, it's not in, in heavy company. I'll be honest. Can you name two other Netflix
0: movies extraction, which I think is a great movie. Okay. Um, and
1: that right there is a problem.
0: Yeah, um, for sure. If you're
1: saying it's the biggest movie in very light company, I don't, it doesn't say a lot for me.
0: And here's the thing. It's not, it's not because Netflix doesn't have some great movies. They have great movies and they have huge blockbusters. The problem is, is the Netflix model the movie is is in front of you and has your attention for about two weeks, and then you're never going to hear about it again. And that's not sustainable. I, that's why you can't right. remember what the movies were. I guarantee, if I found a list online and rattled them off, you'd be like, "Seen it, seen it, seen it, seen it, seen yeah. it." You know. oh, I'm not saying I haven't watched a ton of Netflix movies. I'm just saying that's not a platform that
1: I I validate with. Right? I'm not going. Damn, must have been a great movie. Um,
0: yeah, just because you're, it was yeah, on Netflix. Yeah, you're right. You're not wrong. I think um, I think that tide is shifting. I think if you fast forward ten or fifteen years, you're going to have the Oscar winners, you know, be a Netflix movie or be a you know Hulu movie or you know Disney Plus or something like that. But yeah, as of right now, you're not getting blockbuster hits off of Netflix.
1: I'm going to plug a Hulu movie that I thought was one of the best movies of last year, Ooh. because or maybe it was this year. I'm unsure. Um, we're not going to talk about it, but I just have to share it. If you haven't seen it, Palm Springs. I have not Andy Samberg, um, watch the movie. Great movie. It's one of those rare, like it doesn't have a budget, right? It's not massive. Mm-hmm. So watching it and truly wanting to watch it immediately after says a lot about that kind of movie. What Netflix is doing with the types of movies you're saying, Extraction, which I would agree is is, is a decent movie. Yeah, it was a good movie. Is They're doing this and trying to see as many people as possible with their movie, right? Let's make, this, let's make this the everyman movie. Yep. Let's get people watching our movies. And then they can start doing that. The problem is these movies, like you said, are getting lost in translation, and they're going to fall off the face of the
0: earth, right? Yeah. I mean, let, let's face it. Net, Netflix's model is if we have an actor who's got a big enough name, whatever they want to do, we're going to greenlight. Correct. If whatever movie, whatever show, doesn't matter, we'll greenlight it. If you have an idea, we'll greenlight it. And I think that's what happened here. In fact, I know it's what happened. So Dwayne Johnson, he funds the movie. They actually go to universal with it. They, they shopped it around. Um, Let me see if I have my notes here. Um, So they, they shopped it around to everybody and their mom. And uh, in uh, 2018, Mayer studios was fighting over the script, including Universal or major studios were fighting over the script, including universal Warner brothers, Sony and paramount universal wind up winning. So universal, puts on the movie. The problem is, is Gal Gadot, Ryan Reynolds, and uh, uh, Dwayne Johnson, they all get $20 million for this film evenly. So right off the bat, there's 60 million. The director gets 10. Um, That also makes Gal Gadot the third highest paid actress for 2020, just off of this one film. Filming was stopped due to the pandemic. So it runs over budget, which is why we have a $160 million film. Universal is getting nervous. They can't put it out in theaters because of the pandemic. So they sell the rights to Netflix. Done deal. Movies already wrapped. Just show it on your platform. And Netflix buys the distribution rights. um, And that's how we get a Netflix movie. So this was not originally for Netflix.
1: Would it have been a box office bust
0: if Universal kept it? Ooh, great question um probably i agree um i think
1: the, the opening weekend draw would have been decent right yeah. your average your average big blockbuster movie big name but it would have been a steep it, fall immediate off, yeah. it would have kept one week
0: probably and then yeah, probably. immediately fell off it would have been bombed i think Um, it's worth noting that it's one of the first feature films to exclusively exclusively use the first person view or fpv drone flying for cinematography it's pretty cool Um, in the vein of it not
1: hitting box office i would spin that as a win for netflix because or universal basically stating that a movie that wouldn't have done so well in box office probably did significantly better on a streaming platform for sure. So it
0: found the right market. I would say, um, right. it's here's I've, the thing. It's, I don't mean to cut you off. Um, it's, it's a win like, for universal because I, like you said, I think it, it wasn't going to do as well. And they, they get guaranteed money from Netflix and it's a win for Netflix too, because this is the type of movie where, yeah, I'm not going to pay $16 a seat in theater, but I'm already, I already have Netflix, and I get a decent movie I can watch on my couch. So I think it's going to get them the draw they need that's going to make it appear successful. I think the problem is, unless they step their game up, um, Red Notice 2 is not going to do well. If it gets made. Um, but I, I probably will. So here's, here's what I got on that. Um, in November of 2021, Hira Garcia who is the head of Netflix announced that there were tentative plans for a sequel stating that Thurber, who's who is the director and writer had officially pitched a sequel that, and that all creative, all creativities involved were optimistic regarding its development while announcing that Netflix had officially told them that they were interested in continuing the film series. Thurber later said that if a sequel was greenlit, he intended to film two sequels back to back. So if we're getting two, we're getting three.
1: Okay. Which seems like three would be foregone conclusion if they're working on two. Right. Um, This just occurred to me of the Netflix movies that you're aware of, Mm -hmm. how many of them do not feature a superhero to a degree Uh, acting superhero
0: do not feature. because You talked
1: about, them them going for a big blockbuster yeah. actor, right? How many that have not played or plan to play a superhero? Oh, in,
0: very small amount.
1: If zero. Yeah. But
0: that's the There's thing. That, that's my point is that you have these actors that'll go into the Marvel franchise or, or another franchise, mostly Marvel, and they'll get huge success. So their names out there, and then they go to Netflix and they say, Hey, I really want to do this thing. And Netflix is like, go for it. We will fund you, even though you don't have a fucking clue what you're doing. And that's why we get these okay movies on Netflix. So I
1: have uh, I, I like Gal Gadot a lot. Do you believe Gal Gadot is in this movie if she does not play Wonder Woman? Can you can you think Ooh, of another Gal Gadot movie question. besides the
0: Fast and Furious movies? No, she. I don't think she's in this movie. She doesn't play Wonder Woman. And I don't think here's the thing about Gal Gadot. I don't think she's a good actress. I'm sorry. I think she's got a good on screen presence. She knows how to walk into frame. She knows how to to give the smile and the smirk that draws your attention, but she doesn't know how to act. And you know what? There's people that have made strong careers on just being able to do that. So good on her. And uh, I, I, I I don't think you're going to see her much outside of Wonder Woman or outside of uh, Fast and the Furious. And the I other agree. thing is, I don't think she sticks around for Fast and the Furious very long. I've stopped watching Fast and Furious movies. Yeah, me too. I don't even, even know if she's done so.
1: it uh, maybe just kidding. But, um, I think she left after the last one I saw, but I can't be sure. Um, I agree with you. Uh, Like I said, I like her. I don't, I don't have a problem with her. I wouldn't say she would make a list for me at all. Right. Um, I think a lot of it boils down to, um, people are attracted to an accent. I think, I think that's a draw for her. Um, she's definitely an attractive person, not to say that she would be unsuccessful if she was ugly. It's a matter of her acting chops, right? As you described, she knows how to hit her cues. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I don't think she sees a lot of screen time anywhere else either. I think if this keeps going, this is kind of, you're going to see a lot of this type of stuff that you'll see her in stuff. that's. I wouldn't say this is something that was advertised so heavily that everyone was like, I got to see this movie, but it's something that I was aware of prior Mm -hmm. to its release. So um, I think that's a niche for her. I think you could probably find yourself some more movies in that market for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's my
0: thoughts on her. I, I'm willing to bet that within the next year, we get some movie, probably on Netflix, that's going to star her, and you're going to find out that she was a producer on it, because um, that's, what, that's what's going to happen. That's what Netflix does.
1: From the far reaches of the galaxy to an internet location near you, we're dontforgetatowel.com. Your daily source for geeky pop culture news, reviews, interviews, and so much more. So as you're hitchhiking your way through the universe, don't forget to travel safe. And don't forget, a towel.
0: Need more context on your favorite movie?
1: Is Obama.
0: Obama. Okay, Senator Obama. Ever wonder why they did or didn't do that thing or include that scene? This is prime. Like, this is perfect quality entertainment. Check out Gutsy Media Podcast as my friends and I take a deep dive into everything from blockbusters to indie films. The weakest apple cider, bitch beers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. That's Gutsy Media Podcast for everything movies. So here's the thing. Um, I know I, I want to get into some of the games that we're going to play, uh, which I know you're going to, this is going to be great. I can't wait to see how you, how you handle these. Um, but I also want to talk about the, the end of the movie. Cause we kind of tiptoed yeah. around it, but the end of the movie is Dwayne Johnson is not an FBI agent, or maybe he is, but is also a bad yes. guy. He's covered. Yeah. Yeah. They don't really go into detail about that, but he's been working with Gal Gadot the whole time. And the two of them double cross Ryan Reynolds at the end, and or is it triple cross? Or is yeah, like it's just it's so convoluted at that point. Again, the the plot's not very strong to begin with. Like I'm not expecting an in depth plot, but they try so hard to do all these double cross layers and really get into like the secret agent part of this. And I'm like, I don't need that. I don't I don't need that. Correct. Um, but I don't know that the ending it, it just kind of sucks.
1: Uh, as I said at the very beginning of this, the 10-minute sequence that um, followed everything that happened in this movie, which was, uh, again, fun. It was a fun movie. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was not bored. Yeah, I, I was enjoyed watching them go where they went. Um, quick little shout-out.
0: Can I just say, that's a, great, that's a great way to say that. It's fun. Uh, if anybody asks me if I like this movie, I'm going to say I, I enjoyed watching them go where they went
1: sure i did they went to cool places yeah they did cool and i stuff enjoyed watching places it yeah been. sure i want to give a quick shout out to some of the worst cgi i've seen in a movie <laughs> in a long time um there's a scene where they're fight there they come up out of this torture chamber that they're in um into a bowl arena with a bowl in it um crazy timing there. crazy um and the Rockets absolutely obliterated by a bull. Which and is hilarious. the least convincing thing I've ever seen on a movie screen. And I'm not exaggerating. I've seen some bad movies. Um, so I just want to shout that out. Last 10 minutes of the movie. Um, I feel like before it happened, you knew it was about to happen. I did. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're like, yeah, this is about to happen. Um, he's handcuffed to a tree that you could have just climbed over to get off of, but that's neither here nor there. Um, they give DOS, which is the FBI, legitimate FBI agent following them, the most half-assed send off um, ever. Cause like, it's clear she'll be in the next ones. Right. But, but again, like a,
0: underutilized character.
1: I'm still here. Um, that's pretty much how it was for her the whole time. Underutilized, probably one of the better actors out of mm-hmm. the group. <laughs> um, for sure. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. And then he somehow finds them on a boat. I don't remember if, yeah, he, if that was even alluded to, but somehow he knew where their boat was. Gets right. on the boat. He's been there for two days. These are uh, seasoned yeah. criminals, and they don't know that he's on a small boat with them. That's fine. Right. Um, and then he's just like, hey, I told on you, um, you want to work together? What? <laughs> what? You just cost me like a significant amount of my life, <laughs> put me in jail, injured me. Um, pretty sure he gets stabbed at one point. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, he freezes. Together? He
0: freezes their bank account.
1: He- let's yeah. You don't have any money. Sorry. Let's <laughs> let's make a Suicide Squad. Um, and that's that's cut to black. Um, literally.
0: Um, oh no, they have
1: their walking montage. That's right. They have their walking montage and cut
0: to black. <laughs> let's make a Suicide Squad.
1: That's literally what it is. He's like, I hate uh, you. You hate me.
0: Let's work together that was um, the best description i think i've ever heard that was accurate. amazing um all right so let's let's do it so here's the thing jake to help you out because the, our crack team here at gutsy media podcast feels that all guests need a little bit of help we came up with three questions that are really going to get to the heart of whether or not this was a good movie okay So I'm going to ask you these three questions as best as you can to answer them as it pertains to red notice 2021's red notice. Here we go. Question number one, does the progress and rhythm of the movie fit?
1: Yes. Yeah, I think so. Would you you like follow up to
0: that? Yeah. I mean, yeah, we just, what what do you think?
1: They don't, they don't linger. Right. So pacing is really good in the movie. They move fast and Mm -hmm. that's kind of what you need to do in that kind of movie. Um, the rhythm—it's—it's it's just a fast movie from start to finish. Truthfully, y- you start the movie at the first heist, right? Um, to which he destroys the take on for absolutely no reason. It's a beautiful car, whatever. Um, which but that was, was also a great scene, I thought. Yeah, it was funny, but I'm like a take on. Come on, it's a great vehicle. Um, I don't think it stopped at any point. There was no point where you're, this is
0: dragging, right? You're like, this is going, going, going. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think the progress rhythm were awesome in the movie. The, here's my only issue with it: is they change scenes a lot. You know, obviously there's like a there's like a chase across the world, if you will, in, during the yeah. movie. Um, the problem is, is that every time they change scenes, they felt the need to change the dynamic. So that's that's when okay, now we're here and this person showed up, or now we're here and I'm actually a double agent, and now we're here and I'm gonna sneak away. It was just. It seemed like they, like you said, they were going kind of quick, which was a good thing, but they, they felt the need to throw something at you every time they went to a new location. And that's where the storyline got a little too convoluted. So that would be my only issue with, I guess, the progress of the, yeah. of the film. Agree okay. with that. Yeah. Question number two, what, if any part of the film speaks to you?
1: the film did not speak to me. I watched that purely out of the want to watch a movie with uh,
0: Ryan Reynolds in it. A hundred percent. We're we're not there. talking about Schindler's list here. This movie did There's not. There's no message you. in this. Yeah. Movie, no. This is, it was just there to be watched. Correct. All right. Question number three. And our final question, what is the most important sequence in the movie?
1: It The, the first one. Um, I think it tells a lot about what you have to come. Um, I think you see, as we said, there's not a message in this movie and it's not hard to grasp. So understanding what you're about to sit down for two hours for in the first seven minutes, I think kicked it off the right way. And I would say that it followed that well up until again, the last 10 minutes, of the movie. So you get grabbed in the first 10 minutes or you understand that you're wasting your time in the first 10
0: minutes. I I was interested couldn't have said that better myself. Here's the thing. Typically when we ask that question, we're talking about like part of the plot, right? Like What, what yeah. scene in the movie was good for the plot? This is the only movie I can think of where the most important sequence of the movie is the beginning sequence because it's a direct message to the viewer. This is the movie. Yeah. Like you said, this is the movie. If you like this, you will enjoy the movie. If you don't like this, turn it off now and you've only wasted 10 or 15 minutes.
1: Correct. And that's so- how I felt. I was like, I'm either going to kick this off my TV or I'm going to sit here and watch this for two hours. Yeah.
0: Um, okay. So here it is on a scale of one to 10, one being horrible and 10 being a masterpiece. What do you rate this movie? Two. Two. See, two's a little too brutal for me. I would say four. It was not a good movie, but it, I didn't turn it off. There are movies that I've watched where I've literally turned them off. This was entertaining. This, you're, I don't feel like I wasted two hours.
1: Yeah. So everyone's scale is different, right? A zero, I'm turning off. I will sit through a lot. um, (laughs) Lot. I saw the movie Skyline in theaters. Not sure if you know what it is. I do. Real bad. Yeah. Real bad movie. Um, That's like a one to me because I stayed for the whole thing. Um, A zero, I'm turning off, to be honest with you. So I'm pretty forgiving when it comes to it. Um, A two um, is given purely because of Ryan Reynolds. And I have a bias, right? I've mentioned that at the beginning of the, the podcast. Um, I really like Ryan Reynolds. I think he could do virtually no wrong on screen and you could give him a dog shit script and he's going to make something out of it just purely on charisma. Um, we've discussed it over and over. The plot has no depth whatsoever. Right. There's absolutely no development in the movie whatsoever. And it's resolved in the worst way I've seen a movie resolved in recent memory. So without (laughs) berating
0: the movie further, um, it was bad. Um, Would you recommend this movie? If somebody said, hey, I'm going to go watch Red Notice"? do you you think it's worth it? There are
1: four or five movies without asking me because I won't remember the names on Netflix that I would recommend before this one. So... Netflix isn't your your uh, outlet for great movies. Right. So that being said, if there's four or five movies on that outlet that I think are better than this one, it says something about the movie, in my opinion. I Fair. would not recommend the movie.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So uh, let's get into our next segment, Guess That Tomato. So uh, as you're aware uh, Rotten Tomatoes, they have two scores on their website. They have the audience score and the critic score. What we do here on Gutsy Media Podcast is I'm going to ask you to guess the audience score. And then after you guess, I'm going to give you a few hints. We're going to give you a chance to change your guess if you want. We're going to see how close you get. Okay. Sure. So it's a scale of zero to 100. What do you think Red Notice got on Rotten Tomatoes? Audience score specifically. Audience score specifically. 67 is my guess. 67. Okay. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you two hints. The first thing I'm going to give you is I'm going to tell you what the critic score is. Yeah. The critic score for red notice is a 36. The second clue I'm going to give you. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you three movies that are within two points of the audience score for this movie. Okay. So plus or minus two points. And we're going to go with the good, the bad, and the ugly. Here we go. The good, 2015's Ex Machina. Why is it good? The concept of this movie takes you on a ride that you are not ready for. The movie tells you what it's going to do, and then it does it, yet somehow you weren't expecting it. It's an amazing movie. The good. The bad, 2019's Uncut Gems. Why is it bad? Okay. Unpopular opinion here. Uncut Gems is a bad movie. It's boring. Nothing really happens. I never once cared about Adam Sandler's character. And while I don't think it's horrible, it's not good. It's bad. And the last one, the ugly 2014's Whiplash. Why is it ugly? The story this film is based on is horrific. And J.K. Simmons brings it to life in a horrific way. It's ugly to watch and will make your skin crawl. It's a great movie, though. Okay,
1: so I let me just go ahead. Phenomenal Actually, movie. I loved Whiplash. Whiplash? Oh, so. it's a,
0: it's insane to watch that movie. If you watch that movie and you don't it, it like like just cringe at least once, you're not human. But that's what makes that movie so a hundred percent. Yeah, J.K. Simmons is. You can't watch that movie and not think he's an amazing actor. Or M- Miles, he's not an amazing actor, but Miles Teller in that role was incredible. He was good in that movie as well. Yes. I don't. I don't think he held the candle to J.K. Simmons in that movie. No, but that's not saying that it was bad because of how good J.K. agreed. One hundred percent. Okay, but, so okay, you so those those pardon. movies: Ex Machina, Uncut Gems, and Whiplash, all hold a score on Rotten Tomatoes that are within two points of our audience score of red notice. You guessed sixty-seven with those clues, Jake. Do you want to change your answer?
1: Um, I absolutely do not. I will also tell you, I did not see Uncut Gems. Um, but so many people told me to. It's a bad um, movie. It is. Yeah, I was never like, gonna watch it. Somebody told me hot to
0: end, so you, not, not you're actually. not gonna turn it off. You're gonna watch it. You'll probably even maybe enjoy it. Like like I said, it wasn't. I didn't I didn't want to claw my eyes out. I didn't walk yeah. out of there going like I wasted that much time. But I it, I wouldn't watch it again. It was it wasn't that good.
1: I was never intending to watch it. Someone spoiled it for me, and I don't know, just never got to it. Um, I wouldn't change my answer. I think that um the vast majority of society loves Dwayne, the rock Johnson. I think based on what you say was a 40 something critic score, 36. Okay. Still. um, I'm going to take a critic score and double it at least like roughly double it and say that my initial score um, audience score of 67 is where I'm staying. The correct answer is.
0: 92. 92 this so movie, what i said was correct though it, it people this, are 36 from the critics 36 90 i've never seen a gap that big i've seen so i mean obviously the critics in the audience are usually on opposite ends of the spectrum but that's e- 92 that's this nuts. movies and 90 there's no way this deserves a 92 this is insane yeah. no but so my point when i said everyone loves
1: dwayne Rock johnson everyone loves that formula as well Yeah, they love the i can sit down turn my brain off and just watch he, that's his whole career. Every one of his movies is like that. And how many people do you know, love Dwayne, the rock Johnson, including yourself, who's, who's a self-proclaimed rock fan. Yeah, I am a right? fan. A hundred percent. He makes, he makes depthless movies, movies that have He's nothing got a, to them.
0: Listen, Dwayne, the rock Johnson, Ryan Reynolds, Kevin Hart. They all have a shtick. They all have a thing that they do in every role and every character. And, the difference is, is that I don't get tired of Ryan Reynolds' stick. I, I don't even really get tired of Kevin Hart's stick. I I, I, get, I do get tired of the rock stick. I do get tired of you know some of these other actors and actresses, if you can call them that. I don't I don't consider Dwayne Johnson an actor. I'm sorry, I don't. I know he's been in a ton of films, but to me, he's always in like the guest star role. You know, it's always yeah. like that role is going to be filled with whoever popular at the time, and he just happens to be popular a lot
1: does it excite you that he's playing black Adam?
0: Ooh, that's a really good question. Um, let me, let me ask you a
1: second question just on top of that. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you think Dave Bautista is better than Dwayne? Rock Johnson? <laughs> uh,
0: okay. So first question first, it does it excite me and it pains me to say this. No, it doesn't. And here's why, because you, as, I've, as up until this point, I've been hearing nothing but. There's an actor that's going to ruin the character that's in a movie that's done by a studio that ruins movies. So it's like, what is there to be excited about? Even if he is going to do this this role justice, even if he is this is this is going to be his breakout role, he's still doing this for Warner Brothers that has pissed on every movie that they put out when it comes to the DC franchise. So it's like, I, I can't get excited about it. And I won't until I go see it. I,
1: I agree with you. And one thing that concerns me um, regarding Black Adam is his counterpart in some, if not many stories at this point will be Zachary Levi. That does not mesh for me at all. Those two people <laughs> on screen having a, a conversation. Yeah in those roles seems like something you couldn't fathom five ten years ago. Right.
0: Oh, uh, agreed. Yeah. So
1: it's going to be weird. It's going to be absurd. The reason the MCU wins is because they bring people in who will go on screen. Well, with other people,
0: I, th- I, th- I, I don't disagree with you, but I also don't think that's why they win. I think they, they win because- There's many reasons why they yeah, win. there's many reasons. Why. One, the studio isn't as involved. Two, the people in the studio that are involved. So, you, you have to understand, when I say the studio is not involved, I'm referring to Disney. The Marvel studio is not a movie studio. It is comic book executives and comic book writers writing movies. Right. Warner Brothers doesn't have that dc comic book writers are not writing their movies and that's part of the problem and the studio is way too involved and wants to dictate everything if listen if you are a fan of movies go check out the story about the spider the giant spider in wild wild west and how that got into the script because that's an insane hollywood movie and it's true and that shit still happens today which is why movies get ruined um and it happened at warner brothers but on top of that i want to get to your second question. Yeah. Do I think he's better than Dave Batista? Dave Bautista is arguably the highest paid bad actor in Hollywood. Right bad now. actor. A horrible actor. He's a horror. And if you think he's a good actor, you need to watch what was that zombie movie he was just in with? Uh, oh, yeah. 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 Army okay, of the Dead. Yes. Army of the Dead. There's a scene in that movie where he is having a very emotional conversation with his daughter about death and zombies attacking her and the whole time he's talking like this about how much he loves her and how he really wants to try to protect her he's a horrible actor the reason why he's successful is because his roles include an alien in dune who doesn't have emotion and an alien in guardians of the galaxy that doesn't know sarcasm he that's him he's playing himself sure. um so do i think the rock's better than yes i do i think he's a better actor than Dave Bautista, but you're setting that bar really low. So yeah, because I have a low bar for Dwayne the Rock Johnson. So <laughs> do you think? Do you think
1: Dave Batista's a good actor? I think you've made some valid points that I would take into consideration. Um, based on my genuine distaste for Dwayne the Rock Johnson um, in everything that he does, I, genuine, I, I can tell you right now, it is not. You, there's not, there's
0: no movies that he's been in that
1: you like. Give me 15 seconds to think about movies that I like with <laughs> Dwayne Rock Johnson in them, because okay. I can think of four movies that he's in: the Fast and Furious franchise. He's in
0: a ton of movies.
1: Red, yeah, but that's not—he's not memorable. Walk all. Hard. That's a great movie. Okay. Um, <laughs> you're talking you about know, walking tall, nah, walk hard, I was close. Hey, so he pull was up. in walking tall and then he had like an identical movie, very close yeah. to that one.
0: I cool. want to pull up his IMDB. Cause we're going to find out if you're a rock fan, we're going to figure this out together. Um,
1: what's the tooth fairy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you movie. seen jungle cruise yet? I heard no. that's good. Uh, it's Disney. It can't really be bad. Can it?
0: Yeah, um, that's true. What about skyscraper or rampage? You, you probably liked was, rampage. I think
1: didn't movie. see it um, because I love the video game. Um, but then Dwayne the Rock Johnson was cast in it. So you said skyscraper, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's a movie that takes place in California, right? It's about uh, the San Andreas because San Andreas yep. fault. Yep. Let me ask you a question: Are you on his page right now? I am. Okay, so he's has movies coming up. Can you can you look at that and see if if there's a sequel to San Andreas?
0: If there is, I'm gonna shit my pants. Uh, No skyscraper, Mm then. Mm -mm.
1: Nope. I thought for sure I heard that he
0: was making a sequel to one of those guys. Here's the thing, though. The IMDb. Oh, you know what? I'm on Rotten Tomatoes. That's why I'm not seeing that. I'm on the wrong page. Hang on, hang on. Here we go. I'm on IMDb's sequel to San Andreas or Skyscraper. Is that what you think it is? One of the two. This is great. This is taking way too long to load. This is I can tell uh, you cuz I just
1: looked on my phone that they're making a sequence or a sequel to a movie about the San Andreas Fault. Which they're making a s- sequel to it.
0: Right. Isn't wasn't the whole point in the first one is that the earthquake happens?
1: So let's let's ask ourselves San why Andreas we need a too. second yeah. one or how we get a second one.
0: He's also in the remake of Big Trouble in Little China which they should not remake because there's no way of no. doing that film justice. But so hang on. So let's Jungle Cruise. You didn't see <clears throat> Jumanji. What about the Jumanji movies? Those are good. Um, those movies are
1: only good because of the ensemble. Karen Gillen can typically do no wrong. Jack Black is timeless, in yep. my opinion. Um, and Kevin Hart is the alter ego of the Dwayne The Rock Johnson in, in those movies. Right. Yeah. Um, if he has those people to bounce off of, you're taking a lot off of him, which is Agreed. what you said at the beginning of this is that he's a co-star, right? Mm-hmm. Rock driven movies, San Andreas skyscraper. All these ones we're mentioning are not good movies. Yeah. They're the they Reskin, Oh my God. Did you watch that movie? I did not. I no real, real, real that. bad. Well, um, I mean, of course, so pain and gain. Remember that movie? That was a good one. I, oh, way to bring that up. Um, have you seen <laughs> the trailer to ambulance? There's a movie called ambulance. Here's what kills me about oh my it. Right. God. Hollywood is yeah. truly running out of ideas. Jake Gyllenhaal. And I'm going to look his name up. Cause I don't want to fuck it up. Hold on.
0: Tooth um, fairy, um, race to Witch mountain he was in get smart. Yaya Abdul-Mateen. Do you know who that is? I do not. He played Candyman. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I got
1: he's, you. He's Black Manta in yep. Aquaman. Um, he and Jake Gyllenhaal play opposite each other in this movie about a guy who needs money, so they rob a bank. So then they escape in an ambulance, and the movie is called Ambulance. And I don't know if I've already revealed this.
0: Do you, can you guess who's directing this movie? okay. Can I guess who's directing this movie? If you tell me Guy Ritchie, I'm going to shit my pants. Um, No, it's
1: worse. It's so much worse. uh,
0: Think
1: about about what we've been talking about in Dwayne, they Rock Johnson. It's not him, is it? No, but who directed it? Thurber. No, who directed Pain and Game?
0: Oh, I don't know. Who? Michael Bay. Oh, my God. First off, Michael Bay directed Pain and Game. Yes. That's insane. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, and second, like he's painful. doing a movie. Of, this is going to be nothing but explosions. Yeah. Oh, watch the trailer, man. When you're done here, watch the Oh, my the God. Oh, he's also in Doom. Uh, Rock was in Doom. That was cool. Did you watch that too? No. Okay. He was Did in Mummy call? Returns, Scorpion King. Yeah. You're not helping your case these are, here. Conan, these are killer movies. Hercules. What about the other guys? He was technically in that. And that was For a great movie. 17 seconds. <laughs> was a great movie. He gets credit for that.
1: Yeah, I would say uh, he made the movie for sure.
0: Well, listen, Jake, Red Notice at the end of the day doesn't sound like it was a winner for either one of us, um, but it's a firm believer of the owners that don't forget a towel, that everybody geeks out on something. While it may not be robbing jewels and trying to escape from Interpol, um, maybe it's you know comic books and movies. So I got to ask you, Jake, what is it you're currently geeking out on right now?
1: Uh, I am big right now on playstation um so i just finished up guardians of the galaxy the game movie or based on no based on the comics um incredible game um if you're a fan of marvel as you're talking about comic books there is so much to geek over in the game itself you could spend hours not playing the game and just seeing things that would make you grin
0: is this this Um, on the playstation 5
1: Yes. So the graphics gotta be amazing then. It's incredible. It looks amazing. Um, Voice acting although it's not your guys right in in MCU um, is done super well. Um, They give you things like skins um, that would call back to a lot of older comics really good stuff. Just things you can see. You could spend time looking at this game and just like I said geek out. Um, Other than that Obviously, this is going to be embargoed heavily, but I did just see the new Spider-Man movie, um, and I'm very excited to see it again. I'll say that. That's all.
0: I, I have not seen it yet. Um, listen, the fans of the show know I'm not the guy that's going to be there opening night. I, I've, we've gone and seen a couple opening night movies. I think I've even gone with you a couple times, yeah. but I'm not typically the guy who's getting opening night tickets. It's just not my thing, um, but I will check it out probably within the next couple of weeks. I've heard nothing but good things. I mean, just give us a quick thumbs up, thumbs down. Two thumbs up. I've heard, I've heard some people say they think it's the best Marvel movie so far. Are you in that camp? Ah,
1: you know I'm opinionated. It is not the best Marvel movie, but it is top three for me. I would say
0: still holding true to uh, Thor two, huh? All right, well that's yeah, great, absolutely that's a choice.
1: Yeah, it's, it's that and
0: Iron Man two. <laughs> so what else, man? Just that's it. Just Spider Man and uh, video games. Um well let me let me grab this because this is
1: something I think you could appreciate real quick. I'm gonna step off screen and bring this over here so
0: you can see uh oh, here we go. We have surprises, guys. You know we love surprises. I'm excited about this.
1: This is my pride and joy. Uh so I'm I, I got into oh, Legos nice. quite a bit. So that's the the Dark Knight Tumblr. Yeah, that's full, full scale. This is this is what it looks like in the movie. That is really um, cool, man. Yeah, so it's it's a pretty lengthy build, but that that gives you a little insight into what I'm into right now.
0: So here's um, here's my thing with Legos. Listen, I'm I love Legos. I I have played Legos many a times, and they're definitely one of those things that are addicting. Once you get into them, you get really into them. Um, you say it was it was a very big build. I have never had a build that I couldn't do in one sitting. Is it, are these multi-sitting builds? You should come
1: check them out, yeah. Um, so, this one right here, Lego or Nintendo question mark symbol from Super Mario 64.
0: Yeah, is this like a and, like a game box? Like, is like a trick? Oh, shit. That's cool. So, and then, this is the last one I'll show you because I don't want to bore you with this
1: stuff. But uh, this opens up. It's mechanical inside. What? You flip it up, it has uh, some of the worlds from what? Super Mario 64 in it. Yeah, so... um that's pretty good. answer dopey. the question that you asked me, these are absolutely not one-sitting builds. Um, I've had those. Um, it's boring doing one, it's boring. It's one sitting build. Yeah, I don't want to sit down, do something, and finish it. I want days of work. Um, so I have one back there I'm not going to grab because it's too big. Uh, it's a 4,080 piece build. Um, it took me about six days. So um, if you ever want recommendations on Lego builds? So
0: I, I may do that. Are you so am I? Am I? I'm not in the Lego underground, but I'm assuming that you are. Is it still the Death Star, the biggest build? No, they just released the Titanic, which is over 9,000 pieces. The Titanic, yeah. Now, do you have any? I'm, I'm assuming you're not a Titanic fan, but do you have any interest in that build just because of how big it is? Here's my
1: thing. Um, I would, right. But the Titanic is, um, largely three colors for a long time. <laughs> so, um, I don't want to, uh, the reason that some of these builds are so fun is you have different pieces that have different functions. Right. Um, I would say, uh, very specifically, I don't want a non-functioning piece. Um, and that one is, a hull of a boat that's the same color for 9,000 pieces. (laughs) And I'll show you the boat I got, actually, because I do have one. This one is going to tell you what I geek out on as well. This is Steamboat Willie. Oh, cool. Yeah, this is pretty cool. And I got this one in the pandemic last year, actually. So cool thing about this one is it has functioning stacks. Oh,
0: that's neat yeah so but that's uh, also largely you know black and white
1: though yeah well i mean steamboat Willie is a black and white strip right so um i appreciate that about it it's it's meant to pay homage to what it was so So you like the
0: idea that it's a huge build but you're not happy with the fact that it's it's largely big just for the sake of being big
1: Right. So like it, it, in, you're talking about large builds. So Death Star was never the biggest. I don't think, I think you're thinking of an Imperial star destroyer. Okay. Um, that was yeah. massive. Um, I've seen it to scale. Um, but it's a lot of the same because it's a ship that's essentially a pyramid in some form
0: Yeah.
1: and it's, it's flat. Um, that's, that's a little boring to me. It's a cool display piece once you've done it, but most of the fun in building Legos is the complicated pieces where you sometimes get frustrated. You're putting it together. You're like, I, I can't figure this out sometimes. Yeah. So, um, like the Falcon would be a really cool one that I'm interested in. Um, I'm running out of space, man. I got quite a few. I have not shown you. So, so I I got to ask then is, are you a fan of Lego masters? I haven't watched the show. Um,
0: He's i'm going to it's pretty cool. i should yeah. it's on
1: hulu will arnett can do no wrong so yeah even funny. though it's just a host
0: um no he does a good job in it though he really yeah. cheeses it up a lot and it's pretty good
1: but the stuff that i've seen stuff they've built um it's pretty incredible what they do yeah um, for sure i have not watched it which is super weird right i'm showing you all these legos and i haven't watched a show devoted to lego building so but no
0: yeah. L- listen, Jake, thank you so much for taking us into your home and showing us your Legos. Thanks for chatting with us. And thanks for finally being able to meet up with me and, and make this happen, man. It was a great Absolutely, conversation. Man. Um, sorry that your movie was not well liked, but hey, there's still a chance. Maybe you'll make the top 10. Who knows? I'm
1: I'm happy to be on again. Um, that's the thing with movies, is they're not all good. So you find your good ones, you find your bad ones, but um, that's why we watch them.
0: Absolutely. Thanks again, Jake. I appreciate it.
1: All right, man. I'll catch you later.
0: See ya.